the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Six thirty-four on the Bruce Hooley Show, working our way toward Larry Elder at the top of the hour. An hour ago, we visited with Representative Jenna Powell, District Eighty, Ohio House. Jenna is the legislator who proposed the Save Women's Sports Act, the Protect Women's Sports Act, as an amendment to the name, image, and likeness legislation that Ohio State wanted fast track so its athletes could be paid by July 1 because, you know, if their athletes weren't paid by July 1, well, the whole program would disintegrate and Alabama would win every national championship from now until the end of time. And that wouldn't be fun. Well, Governor DeWine swooped in after the Senate stripped Jenna Powell's bill out of the name, image, and likeness legislation. Auditioning as recruiting coordinator for the Buckeyes, Mike DeWine uh, made name, image, and likeness law with an executive order. So you can go to 989theanswer.com and listen to our interview with Jenna Powell, find out what she thinks the future of the Protect Women's Sports Act is, and how it could put Mike DeWine in a bit of a tenuous situation as he has sort of kind of said he'll veto the bill, but not really said he'll veto the bill because, you know, my guess is he likes being governor, and he realizes that if he vetoes that act, he will be handing the Republican primary in May of 2021 to, uh, May of 2022, to Jim Renese. So uh, thank you to Jenna Powell for joining us. Uh, Bill Cosby is a free man tonight. He is out of prison. Court has overturned his sexual assault conviction. Aaron, this is just purely a guess on your part and mine. Will this be popular, that Bill Cosby is out of prison? Will this be highly criticized? He got out on a technicality. I mean... Not really a technicality. He got out because his constitutional rights were violated. He had a candid, open conversation with a district attorney who promised not to try him criminally. And then another district attorney came in and charged him criminally and used those statements against him. Yeah, um, I I think most people would probably agree that when they hear, yeah, that those were improperly used, that he should be let go on that charge. But what about the dozens of other people um so will he be cleared uh well they can't try him again double jeopardy says they can't try him again he's served time i mean in the minds of the public i don't think so but uh you know in this case i don't know is is he going to sue for the two years he was i don't know wrongly he's 83 years old i think that plays somewhat into public sentiment he's an old man he made a lot of people laugh. He entertained a lot of people. I don't think anybody with a brain would uh, dispute that drugging people, and there's no doubt he drugged women, uh, to take advantage of them, and he did so purposefully, is horrendously wrong. So I don't know. I don't know how it'll be portrayed uh, by the woke mainstream media. Are they still as invested in Me Too? Not anymore, because you know then they'd have to have taken a serious look at Tara Reid's allegations about Joe Biden. So me, me too went away when it knocked on Joe Biden's door. Uh, 
but they still, you know, they don't extol, nor should they, uh, violence against women. So I just, I, I find it fascinating how it will be portrayed in the national media and how Cosby will come out of this. Uh, because, you know, honestly, O.J. Simpson's pretty well liked by people. And I don't think anybody disputes O.J. Simpson murdered two people. Yeah. I mean, he could go back out on tour. I saw him live probably 12 years ago. Cosby? Yeah. And I was uh, in the front row for a talk that he did where he spoke for about two and a half hours straight. Wow. And I think it was the most talented speaker I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, it just unbelievably entertaining and interesting and funny for for two and a half hours straight. Uh, so I could see him getting back out on the road and doing talks like that. Uh, but what I don't if, know. What if Bill Cosby, after being targeted by the Me Too movement and uh, taken advantage of constitutionally by um, – scheming prosecutors. What if Bill Cosby now came out as staunch conservative? Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> It'll be the end of Bill Cosby and his popularity. Of course it would be. Uh, we'll see. Who gets the first interview with Bill Cosby? Oprah? Oprah get the Bill Cosby interview? Does Cosby do an interview? Or does he just stay away? <laughs> I think he'll be quiet. If I'm his attorney, I am Tackling that man, not letting him near a microphone. His attorneys all came out today and, you know, made their case and took their victory lap. Uh, Cosby did not speak. So uh, maybe he'll depart from that. I don't know. Uh, the death toll in Florida at the Surfside uh, condominium complex, apartment complex that collapsed, uh, continues to climb. And it's a very, very sad situation. It's just a mound of concrete and rubble, and they continue to hold out hope that somebody is going to be found alive. They say in previous collapses of buildings like this in foreign countries, uh, they have found people alive 17 days later. Look, I lived in Miami for a year and a half. They're, the heat and humidity are stiflingly oppressive. I cannot imagine how someone would not be dehydrated a week later, given how hot it is. Um, they're being so careful taking this debris pile down because it is, as uh, our colleague Alan Rogers described it to me today, says it's a big Jenga pile. You know, you pull one piece and the whole thing could shift and then you imperil workers and the pictures of the people are just heartbreaking to see. So... um you, know, you hope for the best. I just wonder how many more days there are before they cease to say that it's a rescue operation and admit that it's become a salvage operation. So uh, Ron DeSantis is on the scene. The mayor of Surfside has been out a lot. And so it's um, it's heartbreaking. I think everybody can put yourself into that situation and envision how desperate you would be if you had a loved one there uh, who came up missing. Now, I talked before the break about the issues that I think favor the Republicans in the 2022 midterms, critical race theory. People are waking up in school districts around the country that principals are being taught that divide kids 
based upon immutable characteristics like race. Teachers are fighting to find a way to get their liberal indoctrination techniques past parents. Parents are alive. Parents are not going to let this happen. Okay? A month ago, two months ago, I don't think most American adults, particularly most American parents, would have been able, a majority would not have been able to tell you, yes, I've heard the term critical race theory, and I have some idea what it means, and it makes me nervous, or I'm all for it. I think today, 60 days since this has become a routine daily news story in some way, shape, or form, I think most people are quite engaged on it. And Republicans need to keep pounding that table to get the word out about what critical race theory is, which is the systems of America are flawed. Built into the system like yeast baked into bread are systems, rules, regulations, circumstances that automatically disadvantage people of color. So that's part of the triumvirate of issues the Republicans can use. Crime is one. Republicans can sell that all day long. Here in Columbus, we're up 74% in homicides from a year ago. We are one homicide away from our 100th of the year. Will we make it to the end of the week before we have our 100th homicide? I would be pretty stunned if the answer to that question is yes. Sad as it is to say. Crime, critical race theory, and the whole transgender movement. It is completely illogical to assume that because someone says they are male or female, but their gender, their their biology says something else, that you have to agree with their uh, mental disconnect and affirm them in their error. You think whatever you want about you, but I don't have to acknowledge you as what you say you are just because you say you are that. I see you, and you are not, in fact, a woman. You are a man. Your hair, your Adam's apple, your bone structure, your waist, tell me you are a man. So the Democrats have to be worried, and I think are worried about those three things. And yet, they continue to pursue yet another avenue where they are holding a losing hand. And that hand is racial reparations. I'm just telling you right now that Robert Johnson, the founder of Black Entertainment Television, a guy who owned the Charlotte Bobcats of the NBA, He would not be the guy that I would want out there publicly saying, yeah, reparations are a good idea, and I deserve them too. Guy's a billionaire, okay? A billionaire. He says not only does he deserve reparations, but so do Oprah Winfrey, also a billionaire, Michael Jordan, a multiple hundred millionaire and LeBron James, who's probably at least half to three quarter a billionaire. He told vice that, uh, reparations 
are supposed to come from the government representing the people of the country. So he says, no, 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 no tax credits, uh, no critical race theory in, in education, no COVID-19 relief. Don't pawn that off as reparations because we have a physical check coming. Reparations had two components, Johnson said. The first is atonement, the other is monetary. With no doubt whatsoever, it's supposed to come from the government representing the people of the country. It was reimbursement or recompense, if you will, for the harm. He says he thinks that not only do black people need to be paid for the uh, damage done to them by slavery, that he says the nation needs to issue a statement that admits the result of slavery has been 200 years of systemic racism. And for that reason, black folks have been denied 13 to 15 trillion dollars in wealth. America must atone by paying black people of all stripes, the rich ones, the poor ones, the middle, out of your pocket. Yeah, campaign on that, please. Please campaign on that. Uh, that would be a really, really wonderful platform to the Dem- for the Democrats to take up. Six fifty one, Bruce Hooley Show. Larry Elder takes the baton. Top of the hour. Glad to have you along. Don't forget our friends at auiinfo.com. They will help your business stay in business. Get better benefits for the money that you're paying. They also help you with HR issues. HR, mm, two scariest words in an employer's lexicon because you don't have the time, the resources to devote to training and knowing how to navigate all the ticklish issues that come up. Human resources related, auiinfo.com offers a dedicated human right, uh, human rights, hum, human resources specialist with 300 training modules. So. AUI is paid by other people, not you, the insurance companies you do business with. They don't tell you who to pick. You pick. I just can't imagine why you wouldn't go to their website, auiinfo.com, and type in your question. Just say, here's what I pay. Here's what benefits I offer. Am I getting a good deal? And if the answer is yes, move on with your day. Don't you feel better? I would. If the answer is no, maybe you say, well, what do you think I should be getting? What do you think I can get for that? And let AUI do the research and get back to you and give you the answer. And then you decide, hey, this is an awesome opportunity for me. Or I don't think I'm going to stay with what I have. AUIinfo.com. Standing by to help you right now. Live chat. AUIinfo.com. You can always leave a comment after hours at 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. Or you can reach us anytime during the show. Dave and Hilliard has done so. Hello, Dave. Hey, Bruce. Uh Another reason reparations is such a bad idea is it opens up Pandora's box. Um, I was in Portland, Oregon on vacation in December of 2019, and they had this underground thing where people were being shanghaied. They would go to these bars, and they would have a trap door, and then people would fall through the trap doors, and they'd be knocked out, drugged, and they'd be on a ship the next morning going out to China. And so this went on for 30 years. When was this? When was this? When was this? From between like 1870 and 1905. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't so have any. I don't have any knowledge of that, but uh, I mean, that would sound. It sounds awful. But all the descendants of family members who were Shanghai. I mean, don't you think they deserve reparations from the city of Portland, Oregon? Well, I mean, well, this I think could not have. 
I think there has been uh, numerous, uh, numerous instances um, in our country and in other countries um, of, look, awful things. Humans are sinful beings. Bad things happen. Evil things happen. The lie that we are being told regarding critical race theory is that, oh, it's just, it's just teaching our history. Okay, if it's not teaching our history, not through an even-handed approach, it's stacked against white people. It's stacked against what critical race theorists would label the oppressor class. It's meant to divide us. And then the contention that, well, what don't you think we should teach about slavery? You don't want anybody to know about slavery? I don't think there's anybody, and I haven't been in, you know, grade school in a while, but I don't think we're going through the curriculum of American history and leaving out the Civil War. That's kind of a thing. When I was in school, I wanted to study World War II because my dad fought in it. And we just spent all our time in Civil War, Revolutionary War, War of 1812. And I'm like, could we get to World War I and the Korean War and World War II? And the Vietnam War? Because I like to understand those better. Those are closer to my time period. I'd like to know those better. So nobody's skipping out on Civil War teaching training. And I, I'll tell you what. All you Columbus Academy critical race theory advocates out there, all you Hilliard schools critical race theory advocates, all you Pickerington schools critical race theory advocates out there, how about you come here to our offices and show me a textbook where your kid is being taught that slavery wasn't so bad. Because this is what I hear. Oh, slavery. Yeah, well, if it's being taught, it's not being taught that it was really that bad. Okay, well, bring me a textbook. Please. It's nonsense. You know it's nonsense. Complete, utter nonsense. Now, score a victory for athletic breastfeeding moms. A week or so ago, Canadian basketball player Kim Goucher went to Instagram and was very nice, but she said, look, I'm at the end of my rope. I want to take my infant daughter with me to Tokyo when I play for the Canadian Olympic basketball team, and they won't let me bring her because they're COVID scared, and I'm breastfeeding my daughter. Well, today comes word that the International Olympic Committee says nursing mothers will now be allowed to bring their babies to Tokyo. So three-month-old Sophie will not have to live on formula. And 37-year-old Kim Goucher will be playing in her third Olympics with her infant daughter uh, right there beside her, although not when she plays and presumably not on the bench. Uh, They're very tight on the travel restrictions for family and uh, other members of athletes inner circles on this Olympics, but they will have fans at the Olympics because they don't want to put on a fa- an Olympics with no fans in the stands. That would look bad. Uh, Kim Goucher, incredibly grace-filled on this. She says, I think women's sports is evolving, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time for everyone to get on the same page. I'm happy with this decision, the right decision for women in sports, and we can move forward. Uh, U.S. soccer star Alex Morgan uh, will also benefit from this. She had a daughter, Charlie Born in May of 2020. So uh, there you go. 
Uh, that's uh, that's a good that's a good decision. Very good decision. Now, uh, Aaron, are you familiar with what the new approved abbreviation is for UFOs? You're not allowed to call them unidentified flying mm, objects anymore. I forget. Uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Okay, yes. UAPs. And we have a whole military arm of our government that is studying UAPs, some of which have broke the sound barrier, broken the sound barrier, with no sonic boom. Disappeared underwater, hovered in midair. Uh, there are those who say, well, this might be a foreign power more technologically advanced than we are. It might be beings from outer space. Uh, the head of the U.S. Space Agency said, we can no longer deny that someone has mastered technology beyond our understanding and is using it to monitor U.S. military forces and probably much else. you think these are extraterrestrials, or do you think they are a foreign power? <laughs> Could be either. I'd rather have the extraterrestrial. 